Yes, uh, my name is Robin Dunbar. I'm the president and CEO of Grid Metals, uh, located in Toronto. We're a Canadian-based junior exploration company, which is uh, currently focused on our lithium project in southeast Manitoba, and uh, we're uh, moving that project uh, towards production uh, as soon as possible. You are, and you're doing it in an environment where lithium seems to be making a, a resurgence. If, if any of the conversations and uh, interviews I was party to recently in Quebec or anything to go by. Um, you, though, are very serious about getting into production in 2025. First thing you're going to need, some permitting. <laughs> so how's that progressing? Well, the, the first thing we need is a resource uh, uh, and, and, and permitting. And there's a lot of, there's, there's a, there's a lot of things we need, but, uh, you know, it, it, we're, we're moving uh, forward on all of them. So per permitting, um, our, our approach to permitting is, is uh, the last mine that was permitted in Manitoba was done uh, by way of uh, an advanced exploration permit followed by a mining permit. And the reason it was done that way is because it was the Reed mine they, it was really a toll milling operation that HUD, HUD Bay did. And we're looking at the same thing where you don't have to build your own concentrator, a tailings, you know, that type of uh, uh, infrastructure, which is hugely expensive, you know, probably in the range of $300 million and will take five to seven years. Um, so what we're looking at is a toll milling operation where you're, you're permitting your, 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 your mining, your extraction, some infrastructure, but then sending it to an existing mill. So the first permit we need is, is an advanced exploration permit for a bulk sample. And, uh, we will be, uh, uh, submitting that very soon. We've, we, it's completed. We've, we've run it by both the first nation that we, that we have to consult with in Manitoba and the Manitoba government. And, um, you know, we have some positive feedback from both. So we're going to be putting that in. Um, we hope to have that by, uh, the fall and then, uh, this will enable a bulk sample. And then uh, following that, we'll, we'll, we can apply for uh, what's called Environment Act license in Manitoba, which is uh, when that gets granted, that's your mining permit. And remind me again, because obviously you're trying to obviously manage um, not just the potential cash flow from, from, from the bulk, but um, dilution that obviously we wish be great. Well, how much of this bike sampling can you do? How much can you sell? And what do you kind of net off the back of that? Yeah. You know, the, the, um, the amount that we're is in our permit is about forty thousand tons, um, and you know we don't actually expect to make revenue from that. It's kind of an unwritten rule. Um, but what we'll be doing is sending most of that to the Tanko mine and running it through their facility there. They have an operating lithium circuit, and um, that'll uh, you know give us the um, you know the recoveries and you know some estimate of cost and you know how it how it fits and that type of thing. So that's uh, it's really uh, the exercise in in uh, determining the you know the the can you process this uh, effectively at the tangle mine? Yeah. No, I understand, I understand that, but it's a, again when we talk about bulk sampling with with other commodities, other companies, they do expect to be able to at least recoup their costs or even make a little, little bit of money. Are you saying that you're you're not allowed to, or your expectation is that you won't? It's 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 re it's really the unwritten rule in uh, in Manitoba for. Um, for bulk samples. Now, Tanko will pay for half the bulk samples, so um, that will certainly help. That will certainly help. Okay, so there's an exercise of data gathering for you, but um, you won't necessarily bear the entire cost of that, that exercise. Okay, that's okay, fine. Um, and then, then the end game, obviously, with the tall, tall milling um, agreement and Tanko further down the line is that they will process an amount. 
have you got a sense of what that needs to look like? Because you've got to manage the kind of growth process yourself. And the, you know, so what does that look like? Uh, their, their current uh, mill is around 200,000 tons per annum of um, ore they can process. They do some upgrading. Uh, and we expect to be, you know, most of that um, of, of their capacity. So, um, you know, we're still working on a, um, a binding agreement with them, but uh, they've been very consistent over the years. Uh, they've announced plans to build a larger concentrator, a million tons a year, and um, that they want to source ore from our uh, surrounding companies. And we're the only company within, you know, several hundred kilometers that has a re- or will have a resource. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're well ahead of um, anybody else in the area. So we're the logical uh, candidate. So, Okay. You, you need them, they need you. Um, you've got, you've got, you've, you have in terms of that kind of control and dilution, et cetera, and being able to balance projects, you have kind of got this, um, you've got lithium royalty involved, right? They're setting up what, 25% of the Don Lake project. So that is, and do you have any kind of buy, buybacks involved there or have you kind of given away some of the upside down the line? Uh, you know, we've given away 25% of the project. But they have to fund uh, 25%. So, you know, that uh, helps to defray the ongoing capital costs. So, that, um, you know, at some point, uh, would they be interested in selling us the, the project interest? I think I think so, but uh, that, that remains to be uh, discussed. Okay. And, and let's talk about this. When, when you kind of came on the show in, in March and you talked about, obviously, the tank coach, you were talking about drilling at lithium and pegmatites which seems really hot at the moment. There's a few clubs, uh, companies which have just shot out of the gate, hundreds of millions of dollars generated. People are excited about these kind of lithium pigmentized at surface. You haven't, you haven't been party to then like a, a, a emotional activity or that kind of response in, in the market. Why do you think that is? Well, I, I mean, a couple of reasons. The biggest success has been uh, Patriot battery metals in the last you know couple of years. Um, they have some phenomenal intercepts, you know, looks like it's going to be a huge resource, world-class. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, that stock is extremely well. Our, our um, you know, drilled widths are much more modest. Um, so maybe that's not what investors think they should be looking for. But our approach is uh, that, um, you know, many, many projects that people think will be uh, coming on stream soon will not be. So... I think that there's two producers in Canada now, and if we're the third or fourth and we start making some money in this high price environment, that's going to be, uh, you know, make a stand out because at the end of the day, you're, you're either going to get bought out, make your shareholders money, or you're going to start making uh, uh, cash flow to, uh, for, for your shareholders. So that's uh, that's the, the the road we're going. Okay, so you, you, you understand where you kind of fit in the marketplace and you're sort of driving towards that timeline, but also insert yourself into... Um, the kind of producer category, which yeah, I guess that gives you a kind of re-rate at um, some point down the line. Um, now, let's say there's a few things to do before that. One of the things, the first thing you said to me was, okay, resource estimate. So um, timing for that, are we clear? Soon. Yeah, within a month, for sure. Um, all, the work, all the, you know, we, we uh, will have that soon, yeah. And what we're going to, we're going to, we, we, sorry, what we're going to do there is, <clears throat> that resource is going to be presented by kind of a, a near surface, surface open pitable uh, portion of the resource, which can be fairly easily extracted. 
perfect for a tool milling, and then uh, the the larger kind of global resource, which would include the underground uh, um, portion. And and we're going to be focusing on a good grade, um, you know, uh, a resource, so well over one percent. So we think that that uh, will be pretty robust in in today's price environment. So that's that's our goal there. We announced our metallurgy today as well. Um, and, and had good recoveries on the lithium. So that's, that's another tick in the box uh, for the project. So, you know, we're moving all these things along. You are, you, you are moving all, the, all, all, of, all of these things along. Um, with regards to you know, Canada, the, the, the mining environment for Canada, you're talking about how many companies are talking about um, their own lithium projects and how many will kind of get into production any time soon. That's been a very difficult um, and capital-constrained environment for companies to, to operate, whether they're kind of, trying to um, fund, you know, plant bills, et cetera, or, or quite frankly, just, just to survive, it, it, it seems. The Canadian government seems to have issued a lot of initiatives around green metals. Um, again, are you trying to work out where you kind of fit in that ecosystem, given you talk about a near-term production profile? Yeah, no, we're certainly uh, exploring uh, avenues for, you know, government support in what we're doing. Um, and the, you know, the flow-through our regime for critical metals has been important for us to get a premium on the stock that we issue that's uh, focused on exploration. Um, there's never any guarantee on in government money, so we don't, you know, we're not counting on that, but uh, we have some things going on that we think, you know, would be really appealing to the the, the government in terms of funding some of our activities. So, um, you know, that's an ongoing uh, area of, of focus for us. Yeah, because I think, think someone actually um, sent a note in with um, talking about um, Sinomine, um said so, you know t- teaming up with um, LG to speak to Canadian government about expansion and new concentrator by end twenty twenty three. So there's a lot of activity um, in in country. Um, you're, are you sort of, sort of conscious that the environment's getting a little bit easier or a little bit more interest in terms of people moving upstream? Yeah, I think I think what the the real interest that I see in the market is is if you're a um, a company that can actually produce some spodumene concentrate and be able to market that—that um, that's like uh, that's what the the battery makers are looking for, so that they can uh, you know harness that concentrate for their uh, you know the chemical plants, their uh, hydroxide plants. Um, so that's what, as a junior, you want to be able to say, okay, I've got some uh, a, a stream of uh, spodumene concentrate coming on, you know, in the not too distant future, and you know there's some really um, exceptional upfront payments being paid by the companies, equity investments. So as you get nearer to, uh, you know, your project, you know, coming into view as a producer, there's more and more funding available from the industry um, that, that that's looking to secure your your offtake. It's sort of an, a very interesting en- environment, obviously, in the backdrop of, you know, geopolitical conversations, you know, slightly say anti-China rhetoric coming out of the, the U.S. and then in terms of people moving from, you know, just-in-time strategies through to, through to inventory-based um, strategies and a kind of this whole desire, I guess, with this anti-globalization conversation going on, like people to take control of their own supply chains. Um, do, you see, do you feel that more and more of this money that you just talked about being available to explorers, you know, like pre, you know, pre-development type stories um, being made available, is that going to be good for the industry as a whole? It'll certainly stimulate investment, um, and and you know, we found even as a small junior, we've, you know, 
we can access capital for what we want to do. Um, and we're very much still an explorer. Um, you know, we're, we're just taking the opportunity to try to, you know, get into production fairly quickly that you can take advantage of the high prices. The longer term, you want more and more resources, bigger resources. So, you know, we don't see any actual capital constraints right now in terms of the market. Um, you know, as you, as you, as you move towards production, you get into capital costs, you know, you're in the tens of millions of dollars. That's, that's, that's more of an issue, but I think, you know, what we see is there's a lot of interest there as well. So, um, I think the market's here, um, people shouldn't be surprised when, you know, the lithium price goes up and then, you know, 10 times and then, and then, uh, retraces. That's just the business. It's kind of the new business. But if you look at the price of the ore now, it's $800,000 a ton uh, of the grade that we're looking at in the ground. That's phenomenal. And, um, you know, so that's, that's a price environment you want to take advantage of, um, if you can. So yeah, there's a ton of interest right now. And, you know, there's also, you know, more and more companies. So there's, there's a lot of noise out there and there's obviously some really good ones and each, each company has their own strategy and, and we're trying to, you know, find our, uh, our way. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate, even though the, the Tanko mine is owned by the Chinese, uh, you know, they're, they, they went through investment Canada review, they employ a hundred, you know, people there, um, you know, they're, uh, they produce spodumene concentrate, which goes to China. But what pe people don't real realize is that all the spodumene concentrate currently uh, produced in North America goes to China. You know, there, there is no commercial processing, uh, facilities for spodumene in North America currently. So that fact is, I think, overlooked. And, um, you know, even Tanko has, has indicated they want to, they want to become a North American supplier. So I think that there's a pivot happening in the industry and, and, um, you know, our opportunity for toll milling is, is, is created by the fact that we're right next to the Tanko mine. And, um, you know, on the exploration side, Tanko mine was one of the two world-class pegmatite, uh, finds for many, many years that in green bushes in Australia. So it's a world-class environment. It's highly fractionated, the most fractionated in the world which means it's, you know, got a really high-grade lithium zone. Our exploration property, the Falcon West, which is south of there, but still in southeast Manitoba, uh, we put out some results on that. Um, we've got a kilometer-long zone, high-grade spodumene, high-grade cesium, um, really fantastic uh, exploration uh, project. So, you know, the point being is the terrain in southeast Manitoba where we are is, is, is really, really prospective, um, and uh, there just hasn't been very much exploration. So... You know, we're looking at it, this is a long-term effort, but if we can start and make some cash flow and fund it, then we'll be a long-term player in the business. And, you know, we're going to see ups and downs. There's going to be another trough and how many companies are going to fall away when that happens. Well, we'll see. And, you know, we want, we want to be a survivor in this whole thing. Right. Is that sounds that you, you, you might be skeptical, uh, skeptical about some of the stories out there and their ability to actually get, get into production and, and a kind of it's reflective of a conversation I had um, days ago with a consultant in the critical mineral space to um, U.S. government and others, which kind of reflects your, your, your view of this. He said, you know, you know sometimes people forget that the job of these CEOs is to actually get a mine into production and produce cash, but all too often, it's about 70% was the number he quoted. Um, that's not the name of the game. So, um, see, we... With that, with that in mind, your your conversations internally about the speed at which you move and the strategy around um, 
look, let's get into production and produce some cash at a at a scale, and then we'll come back to or in, in greatly enhance the exploration component and potential um, for the growth of this company after that point. It, it was that it was as simple as that. Money first, and then build it out. Yeah, I think I mean we're we're still doing exploration um, as we go, so you know we're certainly allocating somewhere now on our second full uh, field season. Um, we concentrated on two pegmatite dikes, and I think we have like three or four others that you know we think uh, have potential. So we're doing the field work on those now. We'll 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 do some more drilling on those in the fall, and also when we get uh, through consultation on Falcon West, we'll drill that. So you know we're talking you know, half a million to a million dollars a target to see what we're, you know, we're talking about. So, you know, manageable for us. Um, but you have to, you know, walk and chew gum at the same time, right? So you just have to balance the, uh, where you get the best bang for the investor's uh, dollar. And, um, you know, we haven't, you know, uh, drilled into 50, 100 meters of, of, of you know, 2%, you know, pegmatite like some people have. But, um, you know, our resources are, you know, if you get in a car from the Winnipeg airport, it's less than two hours. You can drive right there. Fantastic infrastructure. Um, great place for a resource. There's already a mine. There's a workforce. So it's it's uh, a really excellent location for um, for a project. Falcon West is like literally several hundred meters off the Trans-Canada Highway. So, you know, our projects have a lot of advantages. And, you know, we, you know, because we're looking at toll milling to start, we just we just need a few million tons to get going um, that you can easily extract. And, you know, at a thousand at dollars a ton, you know, a couple million tons is $2 billion of revenue. That's huge money. Th th that's what people are interested in lithium because the margins right now, and you see that with the majors, you know, the big guys, the big trading companies, they're trying to get involved in the business because they see five or six years of uh, when the prices of lithium is going to be, you know, quite inflated and you can make outsized profits. After that, you know, the, who knows, right? The price could go down, it could go up, but um, that's where those uh, big, big companies are putting their bets. And for us, if we can take advantage of that price window in the next five years, you know, th that'll be uh, a great thing, outcome for our shareholders. Most companies, if you got to build your own plant, concentrator tailings, you're not going to make that five or six year window. So kind of all bets are off. So you know, it's an interesting uh, uh, dynamic right now. Uh, we have our strategy. We want to find the big one. We're in a great terrain to do that. But um, we also think, you know, we have a unique circumstance and ability to, you know, try to make some money, uh, you know, in the near term. Okay. Um, I 100% buy that. Also, the, the other thing is obviously acquisition. Um, now got PGEs in the portfolio, nickel and copper uh, as well. Why did you do that? Why not get why stay focused as you just outlined on the lithium? Well, we actually had the copper nickel project um, previous to the lithium. Um, we like that project. It's going to take more money. Um, we are doing some work on it. Uh, we we've acquired a significant amount of of ground that's you know covering the the right rocks, um, and uh, you know, we think that, uh, you know, nickel long-term is going to be a, you know, very, uh, good metal to be in same with copper. Um, but that's going to be, a, it's going to be a bigger project. We need to make that project bigger. Uh, you know, we've got 40 million tons right now, probably need 80 or hundred. We think we can get there, but that's going to require, you know, time and money. And we, you know, we looked at the opportunity for, you know, our company, where do we get the best bang for the buck? And that's short-term is in 
is in lithium in this strategy that you know that we're undertaking. Okay, so so I've some of the um, the gas and resources um, deal was that was that that was already in existence, right? Okay, okay. Okay, fine. Well, I will obviously have to go. We have to read up read up on on that transaction. Um, thank you for your update on the on the lithium. Um, like the like the strategy. Um, we'll, we will stay in touch with how you get on with regards to the obviously the the, the permitting and uh, re, and more eminently resource estimates. So, I uh, appreciate your time today, Robin. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very much, Matthew.